Hey, guys. Thanks for listening to a very special We Know Nothing. Just on a lark, I emailed Todd Barry to see if he might pop in, and I couldn't believe it, but he happened to have an appointment in town just around the corner. So enjoy this episode with Todd. You are now checked in to Stand Up New York Labs. Oh, yeah. We know nothing. 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 So give us a call. We'll give it our all. Because if there's one thing we know, it's how to pick up the phone. We know nothing, but we'll try. Hi, and welcome to We Know Nothing. It's a very exciting special episode today we are joined by phil hanley who's totally healthy bearded yep. and dressed in a plaid shirt mm-hmm. hi phil it's paul smith i don't want to make a big deal oh, out of it. Very yeah, nice. it's, i don't even bring it up okay fine we won't uh sam Morell still in louvre yeah bad boy sam Morell. hi where are you hand me down i'm wearing a hanley down i'm wearing my phil hanley uh flannel i don't know so i don't know who makes it whoever phil <laughs> bought so probably but it's probably a nice <laughs> probably, company probably another paul Paul Smith, and one of my favorite comedians of all time. So funny, so subtle. He's just graced us with his presence because he happens to be in the area, Mr. Todd <laughs> Barry. Thank you, everyone. I'm wearing an Old Navy t-shirt. <laughs> <laughs> it's heathered. It's like a I blue I don't remember heather. which city I bought it. It's nice. You look nice. I don't uh, think it was New York. That's all. <laughs> I've said I enough about that. I don't know about you guys, but I spent my morning re-listening to one of my favorite comedy CDs. Falling Me- off the bone? Medium Energy. Medium Energy. Yeah, classic. <laughs> I drove to Florida once with my dad for some uh-huh. reason. And, uh, and we listened to your CD on the way three times through because there was... An- <laughs> Not that there was nothing else. No, I was I mean, say. there's no need to listen to it three times. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, it held up. It held up every time, and I really, I love the fruit, <laughs> the fruit joke. Oh, is that on that album? Yeah, Todd talks about being like hating fruit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Do you still hate fruit? I, uh, I like, uh, yeah. I mean, I have two apples that I bought at Whole Foods a few days ago that I, they're not like, like I. Just remember now that I have. Like I, I never think like, oh, I got to eat those apples. But if I buy like, you know, pops, lime popsicles, yeah. I definitely know I they're know. in my refrigerator. Okay. Freezer. Yeah. What are your favorite snacks? I know you travel a lot. You do a great podcast called the Todd Berry Podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I should have came. I don't know. Should I have? Should I have come up with a title for it? I don't know. No, no it's no. good. Like lead it. with lead with the star power. Yeah. 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 You're right. Okay. Good. You're right. Uh, snacks. Well. Yeah, you give people travel tips. I know, like with Nikki Glazer, my fr- my roommate and yeah. friend, uh, you gave her a really great tip that she uses all the time. What's that? Well, she started upgrading and using like hotel points to do stuff and, and oh, yeah? flying. Yeah, that sounds like more me. S- more intelligently because you said like you're not a member of this or that. Yeah, I, I, I get on people for that. Yeah, are you you got that covered I, Phil? From yeah, based on yeah, yeah, your oh, advice yeah. and also Todd gave me Todd gave me great advice uh, last week. I was in L.A. and Todd suggested an Airbnb. Oh, did that? Was that good? Yeah, it was great. And you actually found he actually found it on his phone for me. And uh, yeah, it worked out really well. It was cool. Oh, good. I forgot to ask. Yeah. Bobby Kelly turned me on a Trivago. That's a pretty good one. I feel like Trivago. I've used it, and it just seems like it seems like okay. You're showing me that every hotel is the same price on all these sites. <laughs> what do you use? I do Hotwire. Um, well, what I do, what I one trick you got to learn is that if you're like booking at a Hyatt, you don't want to book through like Expedia. No offense, Expedia. <laughs> because you won't get the point. You might not get the points if you book, if you have Hyatt points, which you should have. 
if oh, you go to if you stay at Hyatt's yeah. or Hilton Honors or that yeah, kind of thing. I'm I'm Hilton Honors so you should go directly to their site. I've had it with you bragging about your Hilton points, man. But sometimes you go to Hotwire and let's say, let's say Hilton's going to cost you one seventy nine a night, and then you go to Hotwire and it's like there's a four star in there. Yeah, area. yeah. Well, I've definitely done that, and I've definitely done a lot of price lining. Oh yeah, bidding on which is kind of exciting. What yeah, do you do is. for rental cars? I I almost never rent a car now because I I just hate it so much. I hate the whole. I hate landing and thinking about yeah, that shuttle and that then that lineup. slime ball who's going to try to upsell me yeah. and sell me insurance and uh-huh. shit. I just it it yeah. makes me. Angry. I don't know what half the insurance even means. When yeah, I'm, you know, I'm just I, scared. Yeah, I think you don't need a lot of it. I always but, phone my dad. Sold insurance for like. 50 years or whatever so i always call him and get like but it's all yeah it's a pain in the ass. i rented a car in boston last week that was so banged up it was ridiculous why did you rent a car in boston because uh because uber doing, everywhere that's also like mm. i think it ends up being cheaper than renting it, yeah a car. i was doing a college like i was doing a college outside of boston oh, okay. so I had to rent this car yeah and it was Are you still last... doing that beer pong show is that how you're booking all these cars <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I bring up the kids and play beer pong. Uh, you know, uh, anyway, so the car was so beat up, and the guy was trying to downplay it. Like, the woman, the woman like, checking off the thing. The car was, just, you know, they color in where the dents are. The whole, it just looked like a child colored in the car. Like, it was so <laughs> bashed up. And uh, she was trying to make it sound like it's normal. I'm like, well, I've rented cars before. I've never seen one that's, you know, been in multiple accidents. She's like, no, no, no. And then when I brought it into the uh, to the LaGuardia guy, I dropped off the car, I gave the keys, and then I handed him the sheet, and he was looking at it. And then as I was leaving, he had taken his baseball cap off, and he was, like, scratching his head, just looking in amazement at how fucked up this car was. Ugh. But it we wasn't did, me. We did a road gig, uh, Joe List and I, like, a few years ago, and we rented a car in Ohio, and... It would be like an hour drive, and Joe's, Joe, as we're driving, is like, I think the steering wheel is broken. And I'm like, no, it's not. And then we just slowly start creeping off the road. <laughs> and we and they gave us a car with a broken steering I've wheel. I've had that. And we were like, you know, you should give us some kind of like free car. You kind of endangered us. And they were like, no. So they just they just dropped off a new car and like, all right. But if you rent, like if you go to like one of the main, like if you go to like Enterprise or whatever, you won't get that. But if you go, if you keep scrolling, then all of a sudden there's all these car rental places you've never heard of, like Dollar and then like yeah. Jimmy's and stuff like that. Risk your life uh, car <laughs> rental. Yeah. And that's where you get like cigarette burns and broken alignment. Have you guys heard of this? I'm going to San Francisco next week to see my family. I am renting through like an Airbnb of cars that they have in the Bay Area where it's like someone's car. Uh-huh. That they loan you. <laughs> this seems like wow, a bad I, idea. Yeah. But it's also really regulated. Like I think they're linked to Facebook. So I've never yeah. heard of it, but I'm I'm renting some woman's car. Really? Is it much cheaper than renting yeah. a car from like Is it gonna be a baby? What's it called? Car? What's a service called? I forgot. I'm gonna look here. Did you hear about uh, you know that comedian Ari Teeman? Yeah. Did you hear what happened to him when he Airbnb'd his place Flight out? Car. Flight yeah. car. Flight car. Flight car? He Airbnb'd his place out. He had like a nice apartment in Chelsea, I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And he Airbnb'd it out and they had a huge sex orgy party. Oh, I've and heard he about came that. Back was in and, the he, news. and he got evicted. And he was like trying to run with this as like his like like credit for yeah, a while. Yeah, he really was. <laughs> so he was on like Honestly, he was on like he was on like Opie and Anthony, I think, and they and they'd be like, So, you know, these people had a sex orgy in your party. He's like, I'm also a comedian, like, hey, get back to the house. <laughs> <laughs> he thought he ahead. was gonna get work off that. Yeah, because he was on uh, like a bunch of sh- like TV shows and shit too. I saw him on TV talking about it. That's hilarious. Yeah, well, didn't he come back during the orgy? It was like S and M related. Yeah, he was really? like, yeah, he forgot something. He was thrilled. He's like, this is my shot. Yeah, that's terrifying. I Airbnb, but I remember Todd telling me like when I first met him, he was like, I would never let anyone stay in my apartment. I that's wouldn't disgusting. either. Like three people have to stay. Let, let stay in my apartment. Who? 
Uh, well, my now ex-girlfriend, I used to let her stay there. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why that's funny. Because <laughs> obviously. <laughs> what, that I would let her stay yeah. there? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I mean, even while I was away, I would just... Be like, uh, okay. Yeah, I think, uh, yeah. yeah. And uh, he's like, that's like one obvious. old, old friend. And then this, this uh, who did I let stay in my other, one of my apartments? The uh, Have you ever played the 40 Watt Club? The DC? No, it's in Athens, Georgia. Uh, yeah, yeah. But the woman who runs that <laughs> let me stay at her house. And I just, she's very nice. And I was like, you know, she needed a place to stay. I said, all right. I that was her. a stretch. For I you trust probably, her. Though. That was like a little stretch, but I knew that she's a, she's a nice person and, and she was. And What's she is. the first thing you hide in your apartment? Um, and where do you hide it? I'm trying to think what I would hide. I mean, I don't, I don't really have a lot of incriminating shit. But. I just have this bracelet that I love that my mom gave me and this weird figurine that my grandmother gave me. <laughs> I do have like, like joke gifts that people like, I think like John Benjamin has got me like, someone got me like Melissa Etheridge's biography. <laughs> and it's on my show. And I, I have you to... hide that? I have, well, it's not like, oh, nothing wrong with Melissa it, right? Etheridge, but it's just like, why would you, you're really reading a biography? <laughs> but, uh, you know, yeah, I used, to, I used to know people who would always get you like gifts that would just, you know, like, three-headed dildo or something. Yeah. <laughs> Happy birthday. All right. We did that. We were shooting something with the tell once and he had like all these dildos as part of the, as part of the shoot for like jokes. And then I looked down and it was like $79.99. Was, this is an expensive practical joke. You know? It is. That's good. Um, Jason Mraz gave me a Jesus, I want to say like a Jesus dildo once. I think that exists, but it might have just been like a Jesus figurine. Is this the guy? Oh, is this the fedora guy? Oh, Todd will sing you a song of his. Here we go. Can you do the remedy? Uh, <laughs> I think he played that when I was on Letterman. Really? It was also a Letterman that I, think, uh, that I think... Uh, um, he always wears a hat. Yeah, he always wears a hat. It was okay. a last minute booking. Like everyone got booked that day because either Letterman was sick or there was a few times. And I think like John McEnroe hosted that episode. Oh, really? Oh, really? Cool. Yeah. There's this new clip on uh, the internet. And you can see it on toddberry.com of Todd as an 18-year-old writing into the Letterman show. Oh, my and God. And he gets on the air. It's hysterical. It's so funny. Can you explain a little? Um, yeah. I, uh, when I was 18 years old, a long time ago. Have you, you haven't seen it either, you guys? I haven't seen it. It oh. rings a bell. It rings a bell. Do you not yeah, follow him it. on Twitter? I, of course I follow Todd. What do you Todd. mean it rings a bell? It's Todd the, is there's one only one it, bell that it can ring. And it that's just went up this I feel morning. Like you that, was, this. that was Phil being really fake in that moment. No, it took classic it, I handling. Not know no, I don't think I've seen it, but I've, I've people have talked about it. I just saw it because you just posted it, Todd. No, I posted it months ago. Oh, really? It's pinned. Wow, my pinned seems like your oh, credibility oh, is questionable. Yeah, wow. Listen, I've had I'm the only one who's... She didn't, realize, one who's she didn't realize it was a pinned tweet, which just stays there for eternity. Oh, shit. Okay, oh. Well, no, now we're... Now we're it, yeah, yeah no, that, was, that was an honest mistake. So he's 18, he writes 18, I wrote into uh, David Letterman's show because I had viewer mail. It was a late night show. I think it was the first year of the show, perhaps. Letterman's probably like 40, right? Or like 35. Um, <laughs> in the cl- he's he looks probably really in his 30s, yeah. But the, uh, and I just wrote and I said, I kind of just said, I, I wrote this long kind of funny letter saying, <laughs> I do a Paul Schaefer impression, you should fly me to New York and I'll do it, <laughs> or you should call me. And uh, he called me and uh, I was on the air, on the phone no, okay, when I was 18 I haven't seen that then. Yeah, you got to see it. He, I see check it. out my pinned tweet. He sounds, <laughs> yeah, go to Todd Berry on Twitter. I like, I so like you're on the phone, you're talking to Letterman? Yeah, 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 yeah. Wow, did you ever bring that, how many Lettermans did you do? Excluding that one, eight, eight, yeah. Wow. And Why did you, is everything you say funny? I don't know. <laughs> Me or Todd? Todd, whatever. Um, did you uh, did you ever bring that up to him? I tried to once. Um, 
I didn't really, I think I told someone about it, but for some reason I thought, oh, he's not going to show like a clip from NBC on now that he's on CBS. But there was a time where they sat me down with him kind of like, there was like a few minutes to kill or something. Uh-huh. Or just to sit there and then he said goodnight and I was sitting there. But he, uh, I did try to bring it up with him, but it's like, He's between commercials and he's, you know, people are talking oh, about never... Yeah, so I never, I didn't really get, you know, it was oh, a thing okay. where I'd have to sit across from him and explain it to him for five minutes and yeah. I didn't really have that chance. Okay. What was but, your nickname that you called yourself? Uh, I don't want to talk about it. <laughs> it's so funny. Okay, fine. Go watch it. But it's funny, be- especially because you think an 18 year old Todd Berry sounds different. It sounds exactly <laughs> oh, like that's this great. guy. Yeah. Oh, wow. What, that, what a treasure. You're that's... super cocky. You're really confident as yeah. an 18 year old. By yeah. the way, you don't mention that in the letter. You're like, you have two options. Oh, a, yeah. Well, I was fl- trying to not spoil it, uh, you know, just kind of give it oh, a, tea, a taste yeah. of what's up. <laughs> it's a pin tweet. Okay. I like Todd to tweet the other night about uh, about uh, it was in the World Series and you're like I want to go out but I'm scared the bar will be playing my scene from the Nick. <laughs> oh, yeah, <laughs> and he said, I'm too shy. <laughs> I'm too shy to go out. The sports bar. <laughs> How did you get? Is that the the show about the hospital? The hospital in around 1900 New York hospital. Um, how did I get it? Sla- a starring Clive. Clive Owen. He's insane. Insane, what do you mean? Insanely mean? handsome. Yeah, he's a good-looking man. He is a He's a good specimen. actor. I always like He's a good actor. That show yeah. is great. I, I obsessively watched one season. I have to get back. What network is it on? It's on Cinemax. Is oh, it really? Yeah. That's crazy. I've, that must be the biggest show in Cinemax. I think they put it on HBO Go now. But um, Who do you play? I, I mean, I'm in it for like 40 seconds. I play a dentist who's okay. selling teeth. <laughs> on the, I don't know if it's like a black... I, don't, I haven't figured out. I'm not caught up on my episodes, but I... Uh, I can't figure out if it's like black market or sleazy or just the way things were done. Oh, okay. But, uh, yeah. Tosh was getting cool. a ton of acting work after his role in The Wrestler. Oh, my God. It was so good. We were, we were just talking about that. Were so you? good. We yeah. were. Yeah, your IMDb profile is very impressive. Yeah, it's a lot of quality stuff on there. <laughs> do you, like, how is acting different than, I mean, what do you get out of it that you wouldn't get out of comedy? Uh... Residuals. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that, that's it. I like that video you made online. With people, you guys should uh, search this. You made a thing that Darren Aronofsky was in. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I forgot kinda, I've seen that in a while. Funny or Die video. Funny or Die, and, and the premise is basically Todd is... Uh, saying that his performance blew Mickey Rourke so far out of the water that Darren Aronofsky decided to make his next movie, The Deli Guy from The Wrestler. <laughs> and, he, and he gets a, actual shots, and then he decided to run with the ballerina story for uh Yeah, I haven't watched that Black video. Swan. I think I could have made that better. Oh, but great. Oh, I thought it was really fun. I think I could have slopped off 30 seconds off that one. Oh, I, but well, I enjoyed it. But that's just it. my own... You didn't need to hear that. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you is what I meant. Uh, Todd, uh, how many years into comedy was um, Medium Energy? Uh, two, 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 2001, like, oh God, like, like, uh, 14 years. Okay. Was that first or falling off the bone first? No, it was my first one. Yeah, it was my classic debut first. album. Yeah, it really was. I, but I mean, I was also, when I started, there weren't a lot of people, it wasn't, I mean, I started before there were CDs, I think, or, or they just, yeah, I don't remember what, what CDs What did it came. come out on? It came out on CD, but I, I, <laughs> I self-released it and I sold them myself and, had a PayPal account, and you know, I would do Conan, and then I'd get like thirty-five orders or something, and I'd oh. go to the post office myself. And then I I signed a multi-million-dollar contract with Comedy Central Records, <laughs> <laughs> and they re- they reissued it. Do they own the masters then? God, I hope not. 
But I mean, I don't know that it matters with comedy as much because I mean, it's not like someone's going to buy one of my jokes for a Chevrolet ad or something. You know what I mean? Well, when you, they buy it on iTunes, if you own the master, it's different than if Comedy um, Central owned the master. Yeah, I mean, I do get, I think I do split some, I definitely split some money with them, but. Well, I remember would you advise being on, a young I Sam thought, Morell? Well, I did it. I made the choice already, Anya, so there's no time to bargain. You but, probably get part of the Well, the problem, I mean, the one thing I would say, this is going to get really inside showbiz, but for that sound exchange thing. That's all thing, this show is. You know, for the sound exchange thing, which pays you for being on Sirius, I know people who, whose albums probably didn't sell as much, much as mine, who make way more money than I do. Doing those blue collar because they get all of it. Like you, like I probably split it in half. This oh, because you split. No it one in. wants to hear. That's what residual I hear money. too. Oh. I want to know about. So if you that, do it independently, you get all the. Time. Yeah, like if you okay. get, but it might be harder to get it on, uh, on, uh, what do you call it? Raw like, dog. Yeah, Spotify? I mean, I, you have to know how to get it on there. Yeah. So. Because they must play your because your jokes are so short they must play it at yours all the time. I think they do. Yeah, I mean I do make millions off it. No, <laughs> yeah, no, Todd is in one of my uh, uh, number one rotations for comics. It's mostly like Todd, Attell, and then uh, you know old Geraldo CDs too. Those mm. are like my. What rota- was the last one? Greg Geraldo oh, okay. CDs. Like when I listen to CDs on the road. Yeah. Yeah, like I would be when I was in Canada when I when I would be like. So excited when when I knew you had a new CD coming out. Really? Yeah, there was very few comics like that. that oh, thank you. Yeah, uh, basically you and Atel were the two that I'd be like, "Holy shit, it's coming out!" I, I remember when Todd had his uh, first half hour. I was like, "That's like how we discovered comics back in the day." Really? It was like, yeah, your half hour special where you did the whole joke about running the marathon and Brad Pitt. Oh yeah, and, yeah, yeah. And uh, that's how I discovered that was Todd. A big that's ordeal like, of a joke. What is? Oh, it is. It's too long. Don't oh yeah, yeah, it's too long. But it's interactive. It, you know, it it. it it did kill. It like killed. It, but, uh, uh, has your style changed over time? Uh, I hope so, but I don't, you know, I, I, I wouldn't mind changing it again. I think your jokes have gotten <laughs> like longer. Because. Have they gotten longer? Yeah, like oh, in ooh, more so. story-like. Because you have that one CD where you tell, you're like, this is, you tell two stories about the coke on the plane. Yeah. You do. But now, like say you, you're a bit about uh, hotels. Yeah. Wanna, yeah, 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 yeah. That's, that's more story-based, right? That is, yeah. I think a lot of things are... I don't feel like I'm telling stories, but I guess I am saying this happened to me. Yeah. Uh, what, what CD starts with, it's like a fucking Gin Blossoms concert in here. <laughs> Medium energy? <laughs> no. Uh, no, I don't know. I don't remember. But, that's, like, that's such a good time stamp yeah, for it's the CD. Become, you know? No, but it's just the perfect, it's become, <laughs> in my head, I often say that, uh, just if I'm like getting, if I'm like just getting myself, I, I often say that before I go on stage. I will say anything you record, any joke you record about a band, it will get back to the band. <laughs> oh, really? Like basically, every band I've set on stage ends up finding out about. To so the oh, really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. What, what do they? Do you have any? I mean, I, 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 no, no, I don't. They don't. They're, they've never been mad, but they, um, the I did a show in Tempe a few months ago, and the drummer for the Gin Blossoms was there, and. Oh, really? I just assume he, he must have heard that yeah. line. But I had forgotten about that line when I was talking to him. Oh, it's, it's And funny. it's not like it's a slam no, or anything. It's, it's, it's not. a weird thing to say. That's all. You're talking about how packed the room is yeah. and the vibe in the room. You're like, it's like a fucking Jim Blossom <laughs> concert up in here. I, we were at, oh, go ahead, Sam. Oh, no, I was just saying, we were, it's so funny when you see someone like that. at uh, like We were at Caroline's a few months ago and uh, James Madden's on stage. Yeah. He's like, this guy looks like the fucking drummer from, uh, from Offspring. And the guy's like, I am. No way. Oh, Seriously? That is yeah. hilarious. That's funny. Yeah, you must run across a lot of indie rock people because you're in that world. Aren't you a drummer? Um, yeah. I'm a, Aren't you like One of the best drummers in the world. <laughs> I bet. <laughs> you know, I suck. In, I suck. In preparing for this interview, I asked a few people 
when I mention the name Todd Berry, what do you think of? So, oh, no. Is this going to make me unhappy? Um, Sean Donnelly said... Okay. He'll ha- say something nice. Ha ha. Hilarious. One of my top five. Laid back. Indie rock. Nice guy. Oh. It's because um, I've helped that guy's career a lot. <laughs> I'm joking. Joe Plummer, a uh, drummer for the Shins and Modest Mouse. He just saw me in Reno. And Anya Marina's Felony Flats said... Todd Berry, forever jealous of Joe Plummer's success, yet strangely nonplussed with everything else in the world. The least lubricated comedian of our time. Lovely man. Okay. <clears throat> Nico Case. Oh, you asked her for a quote? Wow. He, she said. You pulled out the big guns. Yeah. <laughs> she's, she I don't know what mine. this means. Thick filet and iced tea. Oh, we, we have like a running, like we're supposed to eat dinner like for the past eight years together. <laughs> oh, really? And we both, somehow the subject of iced tea came up, so. Like I will send her pictures of me drinking an iced tea. I haven't done one of those in a while. She probably is missing it. So yeah, that's sort of a code for for steak and iced tea. You got to get back to her. She's Nico. I know. I know. know. You really pulled out the big guns and uh, Sean Donnelly. (laughs) Sean didn't deserve that. Uh, Sam won't like this one. Bonnie McFarland said, "When I think of Todd Berry, I think class act." There you go. Oh, because my album. Yeah. Yeah. Todd is a class act. Yeah. That's all right. Wait, is that the name of your album? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Do you think you came up with class act? <laughs> I copyrighted it. Bonnie's going to be hearing from my lawyer. Uh, just Dude, Bonnie, I was watching her one hour uh, at the creek the other night. Yeah. So good. What is oh she? God, is she going to so record funny. it? I don't know, but she had a yeah. joke I loved about how she's such a feminist that people call her a feminazi. And she's like, and that's true. I love women. Hate you. So. Yeah. That's funny. It is. And then I'm she goes, I married one, so I guess that's where the hate yeah, that's comes right. from. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> my favorite Bonnie McFarlane joke is, I love my daughter. She's everything to me. She's like five or seven or something. <laughs> <laughs> that's funny. <laughs> um, Gary Vader said, when I think of Todd Berry, I think of my favorite Todd Berry joke, which is something about... Um, how you wouldn't ever let anyone smoke in your apartment. And then oh, yeah, it's like, a classic. You guys have to go get the Todd Berry yeah. catalog. So anyway, a lot of people love you. And, uh, don't, and if there's any hatred, I don't There's no hatred. Okay. Uh, Brendan Walsh just said you were a cyber bully and bad at Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> but you guys have a, yeah, a have long a thing. running. We have a thing, yeah. <laughs> uh, I like your tweets when you do the whole, um, I'm going to do this. Oh, the trending topic? Yeah, <laughs> I'm going to yeah. participate those in this trending topic. It's a double-edged sword, those tweets <laughs> why because they're fun to do but then people think that you want to see their contribution to that it's like I don't oh right care. Yeah. i don't want to see your nobody can be <laughs> everyone on social media likes to tag up your joke you know yeah, like, like i don't want to fucking see your version <laughs> yeah. give a fuck so we got a bunch of emails do you guys want to weigh in on these yeah uh, one of these is good. really interesting <laughs> all right i think it could uh i think you guys could help this kid he writes in my name is aj I'm a new open micer in the Baltimore area who happens to be a Caucasian male. I need some advice slash closure, please. Last night I made a joke regarding black people and their hatred for the sport crew for reasons I think you can figure out. Roughly seconds after the punchline, a few black fellows heckled me by saying that I'm racist, that I suck, that I should put down the mic, and to come here, and even saying that I should quit comedy. As a brand new comic, this incident really shook me up. I don't know if he was just easily offended, if I should shy away from jokes regarding race, or if, if I really am racist. Please help me. And I wrote back, why don't you transcribe the whole joke for us so we can better address your question? I'm not sure why it's, quote, obvious why blacks hate crew. And he wrote back, okay. So- Is he going for, like, the swimming? Well, I think crew there? might be perceived as a white preppy sport. 
if that's what he means, I don't know. I wouldn't, if I was thinking crew, I think rich white guys. I was yeah. surprised by his answer. I think the Winklevoss twins or yeah, something. Yeah, yeah, you know? yeah. I, mean, I was going to say Winklevoss. What's his yeah. answer? <laughs> he said, uh, so it's not a well-constructed joke to you guys probably because you're all successful comics. and One of us is. Right. And um, <laughs> he said, the joke was something like this. <laughs> something along the lines of, quote, I went to a private school as a kid, and amongst all the strange sports that they have at private schools, I noticed that crew was the only sport black people shied away from. And I think it's because for hundreds of years, their ancestors had to row the white man's boat to get to America in the first place. Okay. I know, shitty joke, it's, but give me a break. I've been doing comedy for a week. Hashtag white power. <laughs> yeah, I mean, now that you, it was good to get that follow-up, because it's, uh, it's a little... Uh, what was the line? The, what was the punchline? I noticed that crew was the only sport black people shied away from, and I think that's because for hundreds of years their ancestors had to row the white man's boat to get to America in the first place. Um, is yeah. it technically a bad joke, aside from being insensitive? Well, he's a- he is asking, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, it's not a clear... I don't assume he's a racist, for, but I could see... It conjures up images that are not uh, pleasant. Yeah. <laughs> so I could see why... Uh, Someone would not... Yeah, not enjoyable on a night out. Like I think if he just said black people don't like crew, I don't know that that would have uh, offended. I don't know. I can't speak for the person who was offended, but that seems less offensive than sort of equating, you know, slavery and things to it, right? It, or bringing that, uh, conjuring up those images. It uh, it's t- it's a tough one because yeah, it's just it's not really a strong joke. But uh, that know. was Sam talking. I, I, <laughs> no, I'm, but, but Sam's I mean, right about that. But uh, you know, an open mic is a place where you're supposed to fail. I mean, an open mic is like a place where it should feel. I mean, it should feel, I think, safe, and it just kind of doesn't. You're just gonna bomb, and every now and then, I guess I didn't really deal with that that much coming up with people getting offended. You know, at open mics at least, because there's such a hot... I mean, I would kind of shock crowds into paying attention every now and then because people just weren't paying attention a lot of the time at mics. They're always going over their own set. Yeah. So so I I understand the tactic of of trying to, you know, maybe shock a crowd or be a little provocative at a mic. But, uh, yeah, I don't... It's a tough... I just don't think the joke is really uh, strong yet. But I, I... think you should i don't think you should have to shy away from racial material and something like this could benefit you because you'll be a little more thoughtful when you're when you're going in these areas if you want to you know delve into these areas as a comic yeah how how could you punch up that joke if let's say you had to Uh, (laughs) black guys don't like crew is that okay uh, really, really, okay. I would repeat the setup a few times and go, brothers hate crew. <laughs> they hate it. Um, <clears throat> I'm trying to think. I think if I, you emphasized how white crew is as opposed to saying black people don't mm-hmm. like it, I don't, I don't know. Crew is oh, that's the a, I don't know if I, I don't know if I could fix that one. Yeah. yeah. I know. I wonder if a, if a black comic did it, would it be funnier? Oh, definitely, yeah. I mean, I don't think, the, yeah, I don't. I think uh, should he throw the whole thing out? Um, I mean, there's the challenge of can you make that work? I mean, you don't know. He could have said it to a different group of people, and you know, a different black guy in the audience might not have been bothered by mm-hmm. it. I mean, it could have been that. I mean, different people within the same group of people have different reactions. Yeah, I would probably. Does that make do, sense? Yeah, I would probably not do that joke again. So but feel out your audience. Well, I think more. the problem is like the stereotype. <laughs> Is that blacks? I mean, this is not. I don't think necessarily a true stereotype. Is that they're not good swimmers? That's you know, right. So, 
Uh, you I'm know, a lot of them come from urban yeah. environments. You know, there aren't a lot of pools always. So it's like you're almost kind of saying that they don't have the same advantages in that joke. That's and I think that's what angle. makes it. What well, makes it's just it, not, the joke doesn't really have like, a, there's not really a joke. Yeah, in there. it's not really it's, a it's joke. It's kind of it's more of like a, a huge. I mean, I sort of see the joke, but it's not. It's not a clear enough joke that it's gonna. Uh, what if you? What if you went? This is the angle, maybe. What if you said something about like how it's like there's you don't really get an, you never get an endorsement deal at a like, you know, at a crew. Right. You know, it's like why would you want to come out of the project? <laughs> maybe that's your angle. Again, hard for him. It'd be easier for a black comic to do this angle. Mm-hmm. But like, you never go out. Of the, you never get like the sprite ad for like. It'd be like you and nine other dudes or something. You know what I mean? And also, you know, just like I said, you just if it's it, if it brings up something ugly. As opposed to, like, if you just said black people don't like crew, that might just come across pretty innocuous. But if you start bringing in, like, the white man's boats and yeah. things yeah. that and slavery, and, yeah, it's just like, it's not it's not putting you, it takes you out of comedy town and right. into unpleasant town. Yeah. Right. I think that was a movie starring Reese Witherspoon. There you go. But I, <laughs> just before we move on, and let's move on, but uh, he's brand, if he's brand yeah, new, he's, yeah. no, he's you're going to make mistakes. Stuff, you're going to make what, mistakes. Yeah. So it's not. So don't quit comedy, AJ. Good job for writing in. <laughs> yeah, everyone writes shitty. And jokes, what he did was AJ. vulnerable. He he, was. he wrote a joke that he tried an open mic. Yeah. You know, so you know, good for you for being comfortable enough to do that. Yeah. yeah. And even people who have been doing comedy for years and years and years will say something, uh, just trying stuff out, and be like, "Oh God, I've I've said something where I'm like, oh, I'll never do that out loud again." And for some reason, it yeah. doesn't until you do it through the mic. Sometimes it doesn't even. Resignate how not resignate? a joke it is. Yeah, yeah. they change. They Did you say it. resignate? I have a learning disability. Are you dyslexic type. in talking yeah, too? Dyslexic. Well, yeah, when you're dyslexic, know. <laughs> you read words weird, so sometimes you mispronounce them. Oh, really? Well, even I didn't though know I think yeah. I well, I apologize. That one. Resonate. I'm going to res- in Canada. They say what I said. But, um, <laughs> in Canada, they say resonate. I, I don't like this. I don't like the side of Phil when he does. I don't this. think that Canada. There's like a Canadian dictionary where the, it's yeah, process, process, right? Process. Yeah. But they don't add letters to words. <laughs> Aren't there. <laughs> He's not they, they, add, they add a U to the word color. Yeah, Maybe AJ still, can run with that. Yeah. Um, yeah, so that's, the, but don't, not to be discouraging to AJ. We weren't trying to be discouraging. So much, Just, too, for an audience. I am obviously not a comic, but as an audience member, I find if I trust the person on stage and I feel like this person is sound and seems like a good person, then I will let them tackle any material. Look at Louis C.K. He can, you know, and all of you guys have tackled uncomfortable, unpleasant material. But because you go on stage and you, like, gain our trust with Glad that one got nothing. (laughs) (laughs) Everyone nodded. (laughs) You really gain our trust, though, immediately. So, AJ, if you're going up there with, like, a hostile vibe, maybe that's... Off-putting. Well, we don't we don't know what he sounds. Like. I mean, yeah. the maybe truth if is, he was more like, isn't it crazy that like there's no black guys on crew? Like I'm walking around my college, going, how come there are no black guys on crew? The weird thing about that joke is that I could actually see a preachy white liberal comic telling that joke. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like because he and trying to make a point. It's a problem, yeah. man. It, it didn't come across. <laughs> we got to get them in crew boats immediately. I mean, it, it could come across more anti-white than it is anti-black. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I, but I think, like I said, I'm burning. That's what the angle on. But it just to it takes it, longer. It takes longer. It takes a long time to become solid on stage. And if you're doing edgy material, it's going to take, I think, just a little bit longer, probably. Hey, my first open mic, I I had a shaky voice through the entire set and couldn't play one song on guitar. So, were your songs racist? <laughs> yeah, they were all screwdriver. Let's do another email. All right, uh, let's see. So somebody wrote in, "How do you know when it's time to give up your dream?" That was it. 
Just how do you know? I when say it's when you're funny? doing crew jokes at open mics. <laughs> 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 <No. clears throat> I say when nobody's showing up to the shows consistently. I don't know what their dream is. So yeah, what's the dream? I don't know. What's Just, the next email? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Am I allowed to take charge? Like yeah, this? yeah, absolutely. You should. Raquel, Todd, you always seem so confident on Twitter and in all your jokes. Is it an act or are you naturally confident? Uh, uh, what? <laughs> what, Raquel? Raquel Welch, man. Raquel, huh? A lot of you don't meet a lot of Raquels, do you? No. I like the name. Uh, you know, like everyone, I'm confident in some ways and probably massively unconfident in other ways. Next email. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, somebody just wrote in, love the podcast. Your women's you, women guests are great. Sorry, Thank you. I appreciate wow. it. Well, we'll have Joe Mackey on again shortly. Your so. friend, Kate Walsh, is hilarious. Lisa Ann Our was friend. one of the smartest <laughs> women I've ever encountered. Did you hear that one, Tom? You had Kate Walsh on? Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Kate Harder. Walsh. I ran into her not too long ago. Oh, yeah? Kate Haven't seen her in she years. She thinks you're funny. Really? Yeah, we talked about you. Oh, really? Oh. Wasn't Todd on the show that she came to at the cellar? Yeah. Wait, show. was he? I think I so. Was that the show that was like you guys? And it was like, Amy, Louis, Phil, <coughs> Joe Mackey, John Stewart, John Stewart, John Stewart. I don't know if like I was. You were thing. there. No, I you think I was hanging. Out. I didn't see uh, Kate Walsh there. Oh really? Was oh no, you were on the no, you were on the Late Show with me because I remember no. trying to talk her into going oh, to the Late Show because right. yeah. I was like Todd Barry and Dave Attell on yeah. the Late Show, and we she was like, "We saw no, you we'll guys at the handling. table, but we didn't want to go bother you." Oh, oh you I remember that. Yeah. At the comic, you should have said. I would have said hi. Yeah. She's nice. I like her. Yeah, she's great. A lovely lady. Anyway, uh, thank you, Karina, for that email. Uh, she said, I, "I love the stories about how their careers evolve." And Sam and Phil's questions were great with Lisa Ann. Very thoughtful and respectful. Yeah. Who's Lisa mm-hmm. Ann? She's an adult, adult film star. Film star. Oh. She's really kind of, she quit though, and she's kind of coming to the mainstream. Yeah. And she's uh, doing some cool stuff. Yeah. She was a, she was a great guest. She was really good. I uh, took my dad to the show tonight, visiting New York City on business. This is from Jonathan. I saw Sam's CD release. My dad got jokingly mad at me because we'll never be able to top a show like this again. All my New York City favorites on the bill, plus a tell at the end. Keep. Well, you'll be able. There's some really good shit in New York. You could go <laughs> <laughs> Don't listen to him. It's New York. It was, it was, maybe, it was special. Maybe if Sam was, was in some night. town that doesn't really have as much entertainment as New York does. <laughs> but New York, there's so many great things. Yeah, that aren't are, there? Like that would what? be at least as good as seeing Sam. What other clubs? At least Broadway. There's. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> Where do you like to eat, Todd Barry? What do I like to eat? Because you always have a good um, recommendations. Um, oh, Nikki wrote in. Nikki Glazer wrote in about you. Two words to describe Todd Barry: thoughtful. No, she said kind and interested. Oh. Wow, that's three words, Anya. <laughs> no, who taught you? Uh... Kind, I feel bad because I don't. I don't remember. I don't remember a Nikki Glazer. <laughs> <laughs> no, of course. Blonde, pretty. Yeah, I know. Um, that's very nice for her to yeah, say that. No, you guys will go out to dinner sometimes, and she says you've given her lots of great career advice, and you're actually an interested person. I, you know, I, I never told Nikki this, but I was on a flight with her, and she was sitting across the aisle, and there was like an older woman talking to her, and she was so nice and to this woman who was talking to her. Really? Because like if someone starts talking to me on a plane, oh. you know, I give them very clipped, <laughs> short answers, but she was completely like, "Wow, that's that's uh, that's that's really nice." That's all. So right back at you, Nikki. <laughs> I wonder if that's genuine. <laughs> what hurt? No, I'm sure. No, she, she seemed is. to be. Yeah. Gen- yeah, no, she didn't seem to be just making polite conversation. She I seemed- just saw her special. Yeah, how was that? 
So good. She filmed her hour at uh, John Jay College uh-huh. here in New York. That's where Rachel, that's where, that, that was a really nice room. Yeah. Yeah, it was beautiful. And uh, I watched her all night, like, interact with people. And I was just thinking, like, God, you have to do two hour-long sets plus be on for all your agents and managers and everybody that comes by. And she was so good at it. I'm terrible at that. But she's really good at me. Hi, how are you? Oh, my God, how's your mom? Oh, you look great. Like, she's just good at that. And I can't. Are you guys good at the chit-chat interaction? It depends on how. I mean, overall, I'm not super comfortable, like, across the board. But it depends on who they are and how how they approach me. What are like the fr- like good chit chat questions when you're let's say you get into a city? Who am I chit chatting? You're with? in Portland, Oregon, in the green room, and okay. five people you don't know just came in to just sit. I would say, why are these people in the green room? <laughs> I would say that. That's a pet peeve of mine. Yeah, right. When just ra- well, what it's like the publicist for the venue, the booker, and then a fan. Uh, the fan needs to go, <laughs> followed by the publicist. Sound guy, sound guy's hanging out, and then out. the booker. <laughs> Everyone needs. How to big is this green room? How big is this green room? I love when the booker. You know, you ever do it? With, like, there you ride back to the uh, the thing, and they just keep you around waiting while they're getting like hammered. You're like, oh great, yeah. this is my ride. Yeah, and, uh, yeah. they're wasted and think I want to hear their stories. Yeah, trashing my friends. <laughs> yeah. Who do yeah. you listen to when you do? You like listening to comedy? Uh, you know, I, I sometimes, I just get enough comedy just from my environment. So, I mean, I realize sometimes I'll be at the cell, I go, I've never even seen this comedian once who's been working here for a year. And then maybe I'll stick my head down there or something. But I, uh, yeah, I, I get enough. I don't really like watch like full on hour specials of anyone. Is it because of like being afraid that it might seem I just, it's out? like, I don't know. It's just like if, uh. I worked in an ice cream parlor. I mm-hmm. probably want to eat some shit other than ice cream. How but, long have you worked at the cellar for? Oh, uh, God, over 20 years. Really? Yeah. Wow. Who did, when you got I've been back, in and out of there, you know? Oh, oh, there'd be times, okay. I and, think so, yeah. And I then, think everyone is. When you, yeah. uh, when you, did you, was it the same getting past? Did you have to have someone to vouch for you and stuff back then? Um, I don't remember like officially audition. I think, you know what it was? It was a guy named Bill Grunfest and this guy, Vic Henley. Do you know Vic? Yeah, yeah sure. Yeah, I know who Vic. I had worked with in Florida. Yeah, he's a good guy and he kind of, I think he put in a, pretty sure it was him who put in a word. Okay. And I think just this guy, Bill Grunfest, just put me on. Oh, okay. And then I started getting some spots there and then, you know, then I bombed and I think I was kind of out there. But, you know, who knows if you look back whether you, sometimes you do think you're better than you are. Where oh, okay. is Vic from again? The South somewhere? Yeah, he's from Alabama, I believe. He's yeah, always yeah. on Opie and Jimmy, right? Yeah, you were, we were on with him that one time, remember? Yeah, and I he, was uh, too the other day. Vic, uh, yeah, Vic, so I just picture him at like the bar at the comic strip, just like down a shot of Patron, like, let me tell you a story about Spade. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> let me tell you a David Spade story. <laughs> yeah, he's a, he's a fun guy to talk about. Yeah, he's, he's got fun. great, great old school We should have him on stories. this. He'd be great yeah, he'd this. be great. Uh, just a little bit of trivia. At one point, uh, William Stevens brought me up as Vic Henley. <laughs> oh my God. Because oh, yeah. it's like Phil Hanley, Vic Henley. I see that. Not really, but yeah, it's a little bit. It's a little bit, yeah. <laughs> Who do you hate, Todd? No, I'm not going to talk about that. I don't do that. Well, you, you I, I want to picture what, what does Todd eat? Eat? Oh, I, uh, I like Asian food. I like, uh, I like Japanese curry. Have you ever had that? No. no. Where do we God. get that in New York City? Well, there's City. two places. Uh, one on Kenmare Street and one on 10th Street in the East Village. Have you ever, you've never had it? No. Uh, yeah, it's really good. Is it vegetarian? You can get vegetarian, yeah. 
I want that. Yeah. You you really thought you're better than us ever since you pronounced you a, a vegan. No, I'm not yes, vegan. Uh, it comes I'm, across. I just have been watching some videos about again what happens to animals and yeah but really you never i do that too i feel bad i watch food inc or something like that and yeah. i feel bad for like two hours and i'm like i i gotta eat oops yeah um Just what else do i coffee like coffee i like, like asian food i like pho i like you know i like burgers do you know and o pasta. in san diego no what is that you need to meet my friend O. he's friends with all those guys that you know in super chunk and all oh, those okay. bands and like Stephen malcolm and people he'll He's the king of pho. Oh, really? In San Diego, yeah. He's first of all, he's a great guitar player and he, like is obsessed with pedals and um, he's like a <laughs> tour manager. That's important when you're guy. looking for restaurant recommendations. <laughs> and he also knows great pho. He likes food a yeah. lot. Is it pho or pho? It's pho. 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 It is. You've really? been saying it wrong. Phil. I did ask. And I, don't blame your learning disability on that. this one. It's a lack of culture. You verified that. Pho with a real Vietnamese person. I oh, right. That, yeah. Did you? <laughs> What? You're going to say <laughs> I verified it? I verified it. <laughs> is that Anya? Is that your joke? No, I, oh, I'm not making fun. any jokes on this pod. Me Why? Because that would have been a good one. Oh, okay. Uh, uh, this but, coffee is slowly about to come oh, I like my coffee jeans. also. I do like coffee shops. Do you say. like Joe's coffee? Do you like uh, boutique coffees or are you Starbucks or Pete's kind of I'm a I'm a boutique indie coffee shop guy. How long? Time I mean, there's some, I guess, indie chains that I like. But where do you like in Portland, Oregon, for coffee? Extracto. Um, I've never been to. Ex- I feel like there's a bunch that I. Someone told me about a place called Barista. That's where I went there. Yeah, it's a little snobby. Right up but the they were, block. They were nice there. Go to Extracto. But I'm a celebrity, so maybe that's why. On Killingsworth <laughs> and Thirtieth. See, I've never even heard of Killingsworth. It's in Northeast. It's two blocks from Barista. I went to. Okay, extracto. Mm-hmm. You'll love it. It has a periwinkle blue, beautiful Italian espresso maker and a very nice staff. Okay. Yeah. Well, that sounds scrumptious. <laughs> but I do like Stumptown. Stumptown's good, I do good, like right? Stumptown. And uh, what else? I went to a place, I think it was called Northwest Coffee or something. Okay. I remember me, me and Tim Heidecker were in town. And I was like, well, let's go to this coffee shop. I heard it's good. And it was one of those things where you're, like, you're walking, you're like, all right, I, I'll, I'll get the coffee because this is eight miles. <laughs> Will you, be doing, will you be doing comedy and acting for the rest of your life? Um, I don't, uh, yeah, I guess. Do you want to have kids? I don't know. Will you get married? I don't know. <laughs> I feel like that kind of stuff, if it happens, it happens. Yeah, yeah. It's not like it's on that. my list. Of, no. I don't think it should be on anyone's no, list. It's not on my list. A goal. But you're open to it. It's on your list, then. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I guess. I can't predict the future. Probably more. <laughs> Jesus. You are, because otherwise you'd be like, absolutely not. It's hard to say absolutely not, though. To, you feel like if you say absolutely not to kids, then you're like, you hate kids. Yeah. I yeah. actually like kids. I want to get a cat, too. Cats yeah. really? are fun, man. Oh, Gotta love a cat. You are got they a cat? allowed in your I had a cat for yeah, a while. Yeah, they are allowed, yeah. Yeah, I love a good love a oh, cat. I don't know where to put the litter box though. Yeah, that's a problem. Because I have a small yeah, apartment. Like I don't really have like a space where you're like, oh that's put where. it in the hallway. <laughs> yeah. I don't it. even have a hallway. Oh, the hallway of my building outside. Yeah. <laughs> I wish there was a way of doing that. Like a, a like a little I, I think you have to do it in the bathroom, unfortunately. Oh, yeah, I know. That's the only spot I found. But do you, do I have you, a small bathroom now. Do you still uh when you do your writing, do you go out to coffee shops and stuff? Um I I mean, I'm writing a book now. I was going to ask that. What? If you were writing a book. Oh, I am writing a book. I beat you to the punch, Charlie Rose. <laughs> Are you so, writing a book? I am writing like a tour diary type thing book. I don't want to reveal too much because oh. I, I don't even know what it's going to end up being what, so definitively. It, how is it different? How do you approach that different than writing material? Like, would you write it during the day or what? Uh, well, that... Luckily, it's it's a tour diary, so I could sort of just like write about Oklahoma City and flesh that out until I think it's done. Uh-huh. And then I'm done. I don't have to think like, 
if I was writing a novel where like, what happened 300 pages ago with this dude? I forgot, right. I already forgot what he does for a living. Do you take notes on the road for like... Uh, yeah, yeah, and I'm, I gotta start taking, I'm starting to take even more explicit notes because I, you know, you just, you get in your notes and you're like, you know, dude with the shirt and you're like, I don't even know. <laughs> like you, at that moment you go, you know exactly what you're talking about but then yeah. like oh, three weeks later you're like, fuck, I don't, yeah. I don't know anything. I don't remember what the dude with the shirt was. <laughs> but... um yeah, so I mean that's a little more discipline. And also, someone that's you know is paying me to write a book, so uh-huh. there's that outside. Did you come up with the idea, or did someone approach you? Because that seems perfect. I um, well, I mean, there's a little more to the idea than that, but it's not much more to the idea. But I I met with this this book agent who's done like a lot of big books, especially for comics and showbiz people. Oh, cool. And I he, he wanted to meet me, and I I go, you know, he's you ever thought of writing a book? And I said, I'd love, you know, I'd like to. I just don't have any ideas. And he said, "Like, well, I'm good at I'm good at get coming up with ideas." And we talked for like 45 minutes, and then three weeks later, I had a book deal. Oh, that's great! Yeah. And everything. yeah, yeah, yeah. And here's I'm about to tell you how much it got. <laughs> that's you exciting. That's you awesome. should, Congratulations! You, I'm looking forward to it. Thanks, man. You, you should a have cat. a section uh, advising people on like airlines. I was thinking of actually doing like and you know doing not just the diary part, but just like my Todd's l- tips, li- Todd's tips. Yeah. Yeah. That's, I like that. Yeah, I thought of doing that. I would love to watch a show on that too. Really? Well, I remember a YouTube of you and Louie or something in the car, and that's where it started. That your whole thing where you're like, you're not good at comedy. Todd Berry insults Louis C.K. in a car. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's so funny. It's really short, and you're just goofing around. You're well, I do have my crowd work tour thing on Netflix. So eased funny. Eased into it. Eased into it. <laughs> yeah. Please check that out. Todd check it is out. Hysterical. Seven City Tour. No material. No prep. No prep. Well shot. Good music by some Portland musicians and non-Portland musicians. Not including me. Not including you, but he only used four songs. But uh, cool. I was the music supervisor. <laughs> I forgot to credit myself. I was. <laughs> oh, really? it didn't Todd, I have to tell you that the funniest comedy show I've ever seen, where I actually wept and couldn't stop that crying, was which one of mine? Which one of mine? And you're was probably that? never going to do this again. And it makes me so mad. It was at Largo in L.A. I'm going to uh-huh. let you go in a second. Okay. Um, and you read. A letter or an article, and oh, you the spent Esquire your thing? whole, almost your whole set reading this letter line by line and making. Oh, jokes. The how to pick up, how to be nice to women. Thing. I think so. Yeah, that's from an Esquire article. I might try to do that Please on a special. Please do that again on the special. It was yeah, so. I, I just always feel funny. weird reading something and then no. making comedy off of something I'm reading. It seems sort of detaching from the crowd, but. It was masterful. It does, it does destroy hard. I went, with, <laughs> I went with two friends, and they still talk about it. She really? accosted you at the train wreck party my friend maria remember she was like that was the best oh really todd's got a lot of fans in my not only friend group but in my family i've told todd many times how much my mom loves his comedy you don't want to hear that your someone's mom loves your comedy no but my mom is like a four-year-old my mom is like a (laughs) his mom's cool my mom's a cool woman and then uh yeah then my my i told you this all that my brother's uh best man in his wedding eric uh, loves you, and he's. I think he's in the special, or maybe, or he was on maybe in the beginning. I don't remember, but uh, you did do something. You did do crowd work with him, either preparing for the special or huh. in the special. Um, and he was honored. He was like, I can't believe he talked to me. Well, that's good. So, you know, get get on iTunes, buy Todd Barry's albums, watch his special on Netflix, Falling Off the Bone, You can also Energy. buy the special if you really want to own the special, if you don't have Netflix. Absolutely. Buy it on it. Louis C.K.'s website, $5. 
That way you can directly minutes. support Todd yeah, because yeah. the five dollars will go right into Todd's a lot, bank a chunk, account. A nice chunk of it will. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> and then what, and what are the other ones? From Heaven and From uh, Heaven, Falling Off the Bone, Super Crazy, Super Medium crazy Energy. Is a new one. Uh, they all have pretty good covers. You oh, can yeah. catch not Todd cover Barry. songs, but uh, oh yeah. Uh, tonight, December 11th in Buffalo, New York at Tralf Music Hall. Tonight? Yep, tonight. Is that, is that tonight? December 11th. Cool. <laughs> January 22nd at Comedy Works in Albany. January 28th at Creative Alliance in Baltimore. Uh, follow Todd Berry on Twitter, at Todd Berry. Are you on Instagram? Yeah, Todd Berry, verified account. <laughs> that's, not, that's not the handle, though. No, it's Todd Berry, T-O-D-D-B-A-R-Y. <laughs> But it's verified. It's You're fine. adorable. I love seeing you. Oh, You're you. the funniest person alive. Verified Spotify account as well. Anyway, <laughs> thanks for coming. Thanks for having me. Thanks, Todd. You. Thank you, Todd. Uh, Sam Morell's appearances. Follow Sam Morell on Twitter. S-A-M-N-O-R-R-I-L. Sam, where are you going to be? Uh, Hartford Funny Bone, uh, December 26th, 27th. Laughs, Inc. in Toledo, January 8th and 9th. Uh, the new DC Draft House. I think it's the 22nd. I'm doing that too. Well, well, I might. Am I? Am I going to see it down there? I'm the 20. I'm the 21st through the 23rd in January there, and then in February I'm in uh, that Winnipeg club. Oh, rumors! I'm handling up a storm. Oh, cool, in Canada. Man. Nice man. How and about? get Sam's album. Oh, a class, class act. act. Class act. Phil Hanley. Hi, Anya. Follow Phil Hanley, Phil M. Hanley on Phil Twitter. Phil motherfucking Hanley on Twitter. I don't like I don't like the motherfucking. It's a little crass. Uh, and not uh, Comedy I, Nest in Montreal. Comedy Nest in, Mon- uh, in Montreal on New Year's Eve. Uh, and then I'm recording uh, my CD at the Comedy Mix in Vancouver on February 4th to the 6th. Don't forget to and tune in. And my half hour specials on uh, Comedy Central. Uh, and uh, yeah, me too. Me too. More mine. No, but I mean, you're going to be disappointed with Phil because he's just. You and know. check out Todd Berry's podcast, the Todd Berry Podcast. You can also pre-order my album, highly endorsed by Todd Berry. Is that right, Todd? Yes, I, I pre-ordered several copies. <laughs> uh, pre-order Paper Plane at AnyaMarina.com. I will be touring with Eric Hutchinson in uh, let's see tonight at higher ground and sorry this is no by the time never mind just go see my tour dates onyamarina.com hey we love you guys and we know nothing bye bye bye, bye. bye. <laughs> <laughs>